Namaskaram everyone. Welcome back to Sadhana Pada with Abhishekana and Agastya Muni from Outer Space. Woo! Hey Abhishekana, wave to Agastya. Yeah. <laughs> How's it going? It's going good. The outer space is free of COVID. You guys can visit if you want. <laughs> hey, is there a light on it? Yes, that is for, you know, a little bit of lighting up my space. When he closes his headgear, it switches off. When he opens, boom. <laughs> Uh, okay, Abhishekana. So, how is it going? What's happening? And uh, yeah, you know, yes. I, so the beginning, the, one of the first things I had mentioned was about highs and lows. There are many highs and lows, but um, I've realized that being in this program today is um, what the day is September twenty eighth, I think. Yep, twenty eighth. Today is September twenty eighth. We started on June twenty seventh, so July, August, September, you know, three months in. So this is just almost about halfway uh, of the seven-month program. This year, it's eight and a half years. The dates are not like very specific uh, in this the calendar that we use. It, it's a different type of a calendar, which is why the dates uh, shift around and the amount of time in between is is different. So you know, coming back to what those three months have been, growing up in Canada, and not just me. I talked to some other people too, and uh, I think maybe actually a lot of people relate to this. We go through school. We go through our I was about to say education, but I'm going to cross that and say we go through our schooling. We go through our schooling and it's essentially, you have a grading system. How did you do? Did you do A, B, C, D, F, like this? We're always striving to get A in some, you know, some kind of a set standard in a particular system. But there's this, there's an image that goes around, um, you know, if you something about, if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, It'll always fail, right? So we go through the schooling and it's just trying to fit us all into that same box. And I found, I kind of realized in my experience what that did to me and how I've been undoing some of that conditioning or, or that programming that's been put into my brain, into the way that I think about things and look at things. What does this look like? Well, put simply, I stopped beating myself up over things. Um, so this happened, my phone, uh, <clears throat> this was like a month in, so around the beginning of Sadhana Buddha, I think either I had just started or this was before I started. I think this was, uh, yeah, this was before I started, started Sadhana Buddha. My phone, I kept like, I took off my big sturdy case and it kind of kept, kept dropping on the floor and kind of kept breaking and stuff. I was like, okay, whatever. And then I put on my case. But by the time I put on my case, my power button was all messed up. So like, it doesn't turn on, okay? <laughs> so at that point, internally, I maintain my balance. But internally, I kind of freak, I had some like freakish, freaking out and like, oh my God, what's going to happen? Like, dude, I, I have my phone here. But like, before I go to Canada, I can't like, I can't get another like really expensive phone. I'm going to have to like get a, get a not so nice phone. What am I going to do? What will I do? So all these kinds of things. And you kind of think like, right. oh, I'm a... Definitely happens. Yeah, I can relate. So, I, yeah. so when I say I was beating myself up or I stopped beating myself up, this is one little situation, but it's like, you know, my phone dies. What am I going to do? Anyways, I found there was a possibility to turn on my phone with the computer, connecting my phone to the computer and doing something. But I, so, so remember this very important thing where this kind of a thing happened and internally I had like these kinds of thoughts and I thought of these thoughts. I gave words Naturally, it's not like, I know I, this is stupid. I think, yeah, this is stupid. 
these kind of stupid thoughts. Anyways, I'll do what I can do. But still, this kind of thing is there. So recently, what happened is uh, I woke up. Maybe this is just sometime this week or last week, whatever it was. I woke up. My phone was dead. <laughs> oh, okay. So I woke up. I I went to check the time. I'm like, okay, I woke up. What time is it? And I look at the time. I'm like, oh, I can't see the time. My phone is dead. What am I going to do? But then I just like, okay, whatever. I got, I literally did not have any of this pessimism or negativity. I used to think that I was an optimist, like I think positive or whatever. But it's not about being an optimist or a pessimist. It's about looking at it realistically. So in certain situations, I found myself negative. In other situations, I found myself to be positive. It's almost like I'm making up for my negativity in certain situations and I'm being a little more positive than I should be. And in other situations, um, uh, I'm being a little more negative because I feel like it's too good for me or something, you know, this kind of a thing. Uh, or maybe not too good for me, but it's a too good situation in general. Like how am I, how, you know, how, how could it actually happen this way? There must be something wrong. This kind of a thing. I feel like it happens to everyone. You know, we think of like self-worth and all this kind of stuff. Right. We look at it. It's really good. It comes down to that. Um, <clears throat> and it's all stupid. There's, there's, you don't need to think about these things. It doesn't mean anything. So my phone turned up. just didn't turn on. I was like, okay. But I could. I knew. I'm like, okay. It's like definitely before 5.30. I need to get up and get ready and go for my practices and be there on time. But How did you find the time? How did you find the time? Well, uh, so we, there's they play um, like chants and stuff in the morning. Okay. Uh, when we wake up. If you're here, there's a, a day in the life of a sadhana for the video on YouTube. So if you're listening to this video uh, podcast or watching this video and you're curious, you can just like, you can find this on YouTube. So they go through the schedule and that in the morning they play, like somebody goes around with drums and they play drums. And that play that guy must be waking up so early. That's what I am wondering. <laughs> <laughs> Other than that, there are people who wake up at like three o'clock and stuff. And yeah. it's, um, it's good for them. And I used to also beat myself up over this thing, which was like, Oh man, I'm going to wake up at uh, three o'clock in Sadhana Pada. I'm going to start my practices at 3.30. I'm going to do this practice extra, that practice extra. None of that is happening and that's okay. See, one thing is it's not the quantity of your Sadhana. It is the quality of your Sadhana. That's one aspect. Another aspect is I should do what I'm able to do at this time and what I'm able to do. And it has nothing to do with the person beside me is able to do. And in certain situations, I've noticed somebody might be doing a lot more practices than me, but in, but the way I'm still able to adapt to situations and that person may not be able to, this is not about comparing myself to another person. This is absolutely not about that, but this is the way of how I've noticed I maintain certain balance and a certain stillness, how I maintain this, this kind of an equanimity is just there. It's how much involvement am I doing my, I think my practices with? that thing might have come from our schooling, right? Because of this A grade comparison. Because that's even yeah. for me, like I see on social media, people doing so much practice. I'm like, shit, I didn't do it. Then I, I'm like, don't beat, don't beat yourself up. Beat. It's okay. It's okay. I have to tell myself so many times. Yeah, exactly. And I, I don't know what kind of a shift happened. I really can't tell you what caused this shift. But with this phone, when this happened, I literally just, I fully accepted it. As in like, there was no crazy thought or anything. I went through my practices and I didn't think like, what's going to happen? Maybe one or a few times the thoughts came, but I was like, okay, I'm just going to do this. And then once I decided, I will do this to see what can be done. That was it. I went to the office and I spent like two hours just um, getting my phone to turn on. I tried different things. I had to get help from a few people to see. And somehow my phone turned on. Okay. But that entire time, I was not thinking, oh, th- what if this doesn't work? What if 
Oh, what if the next uh, option that I try doesn't work? What's going to happen? Oh, my phone. Um, oh, my phone is just like, I'm going to die. I might have to get another phone, but I won't be able to get a phone that's you know as good. How will I do this? How will I do that? It will affect my, uh, you know, my volunteer activities. How I'm like, I'm not even able to get onto my phone. So I'm not able to communicate with anyone. They must be wondering like, what is this guy doing? Why hasn't he messaged us? Why doesn't he, why doesn't he update us on this? Why hasn't he sent us this thing like this? None of that happened, actually. It's actually within us, right? Each one of us, like, over things. None of those things happened, which I was fully surprised. Like, I thought about it consciously, and then I resolved it in my head. I was like, it'll be like this. But it's not like it kept coming and coming and coming. It was like, I was just there, and I was aware of the situation, and I was in the moment fully with what I can do. It's like, I cannot do that. Whatever I can do, I was doing. Whatever I cannot do, I was like, not even thinking about it. Because it's about... In this situation, what it, in this time, in this situation, where I am, what I know, what can I do? That's it. It wasn't like, oh, what if this changes or that changes like that? I wasn't speculating and stuff. But in school, it's like this thing where it's this competition. You know, you're not looking at each individual person. You're just looking at um, like something else. And I feel maybe it's because of this that this kind of uh, thing was ingrained. And and other people I was talking to someone else recently about this thing and she was saying yeah I beat myself up over too because I'm someone from 10 minutes to school uh, and she's also like she's like relatively successful at what she does uh, and I don't know how it is in other places maybe you can shed some light how it, you, you talked a little bit about that I'd like, like to know more about like beating yourself beating yourself up is something that I'm an expert at I think <laughs> I'm like a super expert like everyone thinks like I'm on 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 but constantly like this is not enough someone might be messaging me it constantly it's me like you know so many stuff and I have to consciously slow down one some days I'm like to hell with everything I'm not gonna do anything let's see something happens and nothing happens that's when I realize it you know it doesn't matter like Sadhguru I heard Sadhguru say like stop your activity for a day and do sadhana the world is not going to end but I yeah. I yeah constantly being on social media constantly posting taking up things and all that I, means this hurry is there I notice that this hurry is there how to get Sadhguru's vision out there's some kind of hurry in me but then I notice like I don't need to be in such a hurry that it, it hampers my own journey yes it is needed but uh, Sadhguru always says like he could have you know maybe employed so many people to do the social media activity but he doesn't do that because he wants the volunteers to do it because it's the individual growth that matters, not whether it becomes a big thing or not. So that is something I have to tell myself because constantly I'm like, do this, do that. I need to grow. And for me, I have always been from childhood, like I've been the first in my class, even though I didn't like studying. But after a time, that became my identity for something like, you know, getting right. the first, getting that thing. That, because that was my identity. I did not, I was not good at sport. I was not good it's at like anything. Life falls apart for, life falls apart for you. Yeah. If um, yeah. how people see you, if you just behave differently and everyone's like, hey, is, are you okay? Yeah. Like they'll ask this like, yeah. hey, uh, something changed in their perception of you. Like, hey, are you okay? Like, <laughs> hey, you got first rank. Yeah. Hey, you got second rank. And then yeah. you must like, and then you like, oh, maybe there is something wrong with me. Yeah. <laughs> like nothing's wrong, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's still there within me that, you know, that, competition so but right now i'm conscious of it like whenever it comes i'm like what what are you doing that question comes up earlier it was never there i was like yep i have to go i have to go this, this is success it is the thing like 
but now at least that thing is there but it's not gone to be very honest it's still there within me but i watch a lot of gary v and i i know that it it's not going to matter it is not what matters that much i know now to be like that i'm struggling a bit you know to be, do that effortlessly yeah the one thing is like you don't worry about being like that the a very major lesson that i've learned here is one that you are simply here to bring consciousness to become aware of these many aspects so when i talked about highs and lows and i'm remaining equanimous so this is one question i asked the ma brahmachari okay. and i asked her i said mm-hmm. so i'm facing a lot of highs okay i'm facing a lot of lows okay but i'm just there and it's just high it's just low but nobody around me can tell whether i'm experiencing some sort of a high some sort yeah. of a low because i'm handling things around me the situations the work i'm supposed to do my interactions with people the same way but even and people will see me like smiling and stuff because i still feel good i still feel like this just like this love and like i just feel joyful but i can experience like a high and or a low in my mind or my body or my emotions this might sound a little contradictory but all that stuff is happening and i'm still like equanimous and then so ma said she said that's good if that's happening to you that's the goal okay. and i was like <laughs> oh okay. <laughs> but the whole purpose of this transformation even spirit the spiritual process um it seems like it's about distancing yourself from the mind and the body you know all these things whatever we've gathered you distance yourself from oh oh we lost abhishek anna hey abhishek anna are you there hello Namaskar everyone we literally lost the connection with Abhishek Anna literally check up like he was talking about losing his phone connection and usually i would also freak out i'm like on oh, no, a podcast what do i do but i was like very chilled and i paused it good good sadhana is working yes <laughs> yeah it's working i i had i was just talking about um distance from the mind and the body like one thing is when you see something or farther away you have a clear view So what does it mean in the experience right for me one thing even from the beginning before I took um inner engineering I was doing different meditation um I found that I was able to more easily adapt to situations and then when I took inner engineering I had deeper experiences and stuff and it was just something incredible and so I decided to go deeper and that's how I I landed up here and in doing this this particular program it's given me this the kind the space and the time to really focus on myself and and to do this to deepen it um and uh it's interesting because before i came like i so said in canada i would i was before i came um just in canada uh, between being in triple i institute of east institute of inner sciences being here uh, i think about 3 months or something so i was eating like two or three meals a day like mostly raw you know i was eating like really proper food and then i came here and then for some reason I started eating like all these like different like snacks and stuff. And I was like wondering, okay, whatever. I want to try stuff, right? And then saw the pull that was coming and I was like, okay, I won't do these things. I thought maybe it might be challenging, maybe it'll be easy. I don't know. I think I had certain expectations at the time, which I don't really remember. But then at some point it became actually not that difficult. It became kind of simple to just put aside I I think I'd shared um the evening practice which I I supplemented with I so I was doing surya kriya and the surya shakti practices. and that really uh you know i stopped getting hungry in the middle of the day now i'm all oh did we lose abhishek anna again i think so 
Hello, mic check. Are you there? Abhi shekana. Mic check. Mic check. So let me pause it. It looks like we got lost, but um, I was just saying, uh, you know, how about taking snacks and stuff. I wasn't having any problem in Canada, and then I came here, and I was kind of kind of having a little bit of problem, and then I fixed the issue. So now I don't get hungry, but sometimes I'm like, well, I want to go go to the go and try like this kind of a dessert or try this like snack or something. I just want to try something, and it's like I'm not hungry, but it's like I kind of I'm trying to like. Maybe I'm trying to overcompensate for something else. You are Sorba the Buddha. Me. That. I don't know what that is. What's that? Oh, it's something that Osho talks about. It's the combination oh. of Sorba was a Greek who was the ex, ex, like the ultimate of material pleasure. Like he had everything, all the physical pleasures. Yeah. And, and Buddha is the opposite of that, right? Like. Fully meditation, nothing in the material world, only inside in. So Osho is saying the new man is a combination of both, Sorva the Buddha. Like he will have all the physical pleasures, yet is intense and inward. So that is the new man. <laughs> yeah, but the only thing is like in Sanabala to deepen my experience. I feel like for some period of time I shouldn't have any like any of these kinds of snacks. But it's really weird uh, that I kind of feel like I I just want to try it. It's like I'm not I'm not hungry. It's I'm not. And so now that I just go and I try it, like today, I'll give today's example. Um, so I found out there was ice cream, okay? And we haven't had ice cream here in the long, when I say longest time, it's probably like been five months or four months. Like, okay. So then I saw ice, I was like, there's ice cream. It's okay, let me see. So I went, I got ice cream. I got, I got like this, this cassada flavor. I, I don't know what that was, but it looked different. I was like, yeah. I never had this. It was like a rainbow and it had like nuts on the top. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Today, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm on a, I didn't take it yesterday. Kadish, so today I'm taking the past. Oh my God. Oh. So, yeah. Uh, no, I, I, so I got this thing and it's, I was like not even feeling hungry or anything. But the one thing is like, I thought, okay, I still have to do my junior practice and then I have to do my evening practice. So I need to make sure my timing is proper. If I take it, I have to go. At one point, I was like, well, if I don't take it, it doesn't matter, whatever. And it literally did not think or feel like it mattered to me. It literally didn't matter. But I wanted to try it. I'm like, I don't know what this thing is. In the photo, it looks interesting. Let me just go try. And the timing ended up working out oh. before call. So I thought, okay, I'm just going to go. And then I went and I, and I tried it. I was like, oh, okay, cool. So it was interesting. But with the practices, one thing is I'm able to handle many more things. But and I have a certain. But at the same time, my mind and my body, there's a certain sensitivity to it. So I'm handling both of them more gently. With my mind, I used to be like whipping it, trying to get it into shape, and be like, "Don't think this, don't think that. Keep my emotions need to be this way." No, I just let it flow however it's flowing, but I maintain equanimity. It seems very weird. I went from that to this, but I think this treating it more gently and being this particular way is working better for me and when it comes to the, the body i'm paying so much more attention i think this is very important that people should see this um i i do this consciously by feeling it by experiencing it i don't i don't think about it with words and stuff so what, what am i talking about this is what it looks like um they have spicy food and they have non-spicy food that they serve so before i was eating spicy and non-spicy like matter and then after a few months i started only eating non-spicy this is when i first got it. and then since sadhana started at that time i was only eating non-spicy but recently last couple weeks yeah a couple weeks just over a week ago 
I started going to spicy food and I started alternating between them. So that was one thing. And the other thing is I would choose whether or not to get the pickles. So I don't know if people not knowing Indian food might not know what pickle is. It's like, if you take a cucumber, you put it in salt water, it becomes a pickle like this. I don't know if it's exactly like that, but I've heard it's like this. I think that is um, the Western pickle. Our pickle is, it becomes red in color, no? <laughs> yeah. So it's like, yeah. But so that's, yeah. So that's what I wanted to explain in India. Like pickle is, it's, it's like a processed like oil and it might yeah. be like mangoes or other fruits and it's like spicy or yeah. sour or spicy and sour. Yeah. Uh, actually it'll be spicy and sour or just spicy or like sweet, but here they give a spicy kind, like yeah. spicy and sourish kind. So, and they have different fruits and stuff and different vegetables and different kinds of foods that they use different ingredients. So one thing I noticed is uh, when I eat a particular kind of food, typically it's recurring ingredients, you know, because we're here, um, there's certain seasons, they have certain kinds of ingredients, certain kinds of foods that they have at a certain time, like coconuts, bananas, and peanuts, whatever. Can you speak, lo- can you speak louder? Like your voice yeah. is... Yeah. Did you hear everything? Was that all clear? Yeah, or till now, like just the last sentence. Oh. Yeah, no, I was saying they have all different kinds of foods and fruits and it's like depends on the season and whatever they get from the region. Coconuts, bananas, peanuts, different uh, star fruit, I think. The pickle they made was out of star fruit that I, I've noticed. Uh, so different kinds of things like this, okay? So one thing is, as I consume the food, I'm like, okay, this thing, uh, oh no, if I eat this kind of thing, I'm going to have like more mucus in my system and that's going to be annoying or my nose will get blocked if I eat this thing because of some sort of a reaction. And it's not like it's not good for you. But the main thing is every single food, something will affect my digestive system in a particular way. Something will affect my respiratory system in a particular way like this. So I'm so aware of how different types of foods are affecting my system. And I'm like, I'm sensitive to this. So I was eating at some point certain processed foods for snacks. Like I said, I'm like, oh, what's this? I want to try this thing. Ooh, I'm going to try this thing, right? Like I wasn't even hungry. I'm just going in the middle of the day and I'm like, I can, you know, fits into my schedule. Yeah, yeah. And if there's some time and somebody, basically many times people were offering me, I was like, I don't know what this is. I, I, I let's check it out. Like, why not? You know, <laughs> I try it. But then I found certain processed foods were affecting my body in certain way. Wheat, all these different things. Uh, and back home, what we would look at is, dude, does this taste good? Man, let's get Thai food. Let's get uh, Indian food. Let's get this. Let's get that. Oh, I'm in the mood for eating this. My entire, it's a massive paradigm shift. I'm not looking at, how, oh, what will this taste like? What would that taste like? I'm in the mood for spicy. I'm in the mood for non-spicy. I'm in the mood for a banana. No, dude. I almost never eat bananas now because for me, it, it creates like a kind of like an excess mucus. Uh, another thing is, let's say on a particular day, I find like a little bit of acidity is rising. Then I might have like cold milk. That only happened once and I didn't get to have cold milk because it wasn't available. They only had like sugary milk, which is like not really helpful. Um, but the, the main thing is the amount of heat that a food generates, the amount of acidity that, uh, or like the acidity level of the food, the... Um, how it affects the respiratory system, how it affects the digestion, all these different kinds of things I became aware of simply by paying attention. And that's what this time has offered me in not just for the body, but also for the mind. For the mind I mentioned, it's one thing is becoming gentler with it. You know, with the thoughts and the emotions and not beating myself up over it. And even with the body, I'm not beating myself up over it because before I would eat something and feel guilty, like, oh man, I shouldn't have eaten this. I feel like this, I feel like that. No, it's fine. 
So it's a very interesting integration of sensitivity and at the same time, mm, like a strength to be able to deal with anything with balance. So I'm aware of what's happening because one thing I, people don't understand and I've I confronted in different kinds of situations. I had a conversation with this guy, a CEO who was telling me, I, I talked to him about habits. This was before I took inner engineering and I said, you know, I'm looking at habits and saying, why not just eliminate all habits altogether? Because at that point I had already seen a habit as an unconscious pattern of behavior. And this guy was like, no, 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 habits are useful. I said, it might be useful to get something done, but a habit is not something that is there to mm, bring consciousness to you. You're just like automating behavior. Automating behavior does not mean that you're enhancing your life. You're just kind of, you want to get something done, so you're automating it. Like any machine can do that. But if you can do it consciously with awareness and still do it with joy, that's something amazing. But he didn't get that. And I thought about it, but I hadn't fully brought that about in my experience. Even now, it's not like I'm there the whole time, but I'm able to consciously bring that about in more situations, in more moments. And I think that's what's very impactful about giving yourself the time and the space and the situation where you can actually actively explore this and make it happen for yourself. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that's a thing I also um, just felt like I should share that because it's very important like this. So what's the menu in the ashram? That's what I want to know. <laughs> Menu. <laughs> I, I, oh, what's the menu, bro? Something for Astro guy. <laughs> Astro guy. Hey, man, you like bananas? There's bananas yeah, here. Bananas, good. Bananas, peanuts, um, polio, which is like a vegetable, like a mixture of like vegetables. Like I think that's not raw. Maybe could be like it's like slightly cooked. And then there's like a, like a rice type dish, which is not necessarily rice. It'll be like millets and stuff. It's like very like this kind of uh, like a healthy thing, and there's like this uh, like a ganji. I think on Instagram on the Isha Foundation account they might have posted something like. This. Is it? They post it. No, yeah. In general, like what the meals consist of, or the Isha USA account somewhere they post. I think you, they've shared. You should hack the account and post all this. Isha Foundation is not posting much pictures. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, I don't know why. I don't know what they're. I don't know how they do things, hmm. but. I mean, the menu, it's, it's just very diverse and you have all kinds of food um, that's raw and cooked and it's, it's there to support your activity, whatever you're doing. You have, you chose what you want to eat so that based on what you're doing, how much energy you need and all this and how much food you need in the system for how long you need it. And so this is one major thing before. Okay, look, at night, I would love to eat like Mexican food or like all these kinds of heavy foods. Mexican food, Indian food, Italian food, all this pizza, pasta, all this kind of stuff. And we will go at restaurants, like either in downtown Toronto or in other cities, like even across the States when I travel, we would eat like all this kind of stuff. At home is one thing, but even when we went out, we did many things. Okay, anyways, we would do that when we go out. But at home, we would do that. And then, uh, you know, being here, uh, see, after I learned my practices at home, it just felt odd and I started eating a little raw. But being here, it's like it brings so much more awareness to that. And I see like so many people here, they're consuming food so consciously. And I wonder, you know, how do we bring this kind of a culture outside, like globally, where everybody is consuming food consciously based on when they're eating it? Like, why are we eating at eight o'clock 
like two enchiladas and then trying to go to sleep. Like it's not gonna work, dude. <laughs> what is an enchilada? What what is an enchilada? That's supposed to. How do I describe an enchilada to you? Um, think of it like a burrito with sauce on top and then cheese on top. Kind of like that. Yummy, yummy. Now I feel like having an enchilada. <laughs> uh, and you're fasting. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. I don't know if I should be like bringing up food right now. But uh, this is actually one major aspect, food and sleep. And I've realized how to manage these things better so that the whole day goes better. And it's very, very important that we all learn how to do this. But it takes time and it's not going to happen instantly for each individual. For me, I'm still struggling with that actually you know, sometimes i'm like oh i ate too much at dinner like it's okay whatever it's not a big deal um if i did it consciously sometimes i just i'm like oh i didn't realize i took too much or i ate too much usually i take things properly but then i feel like oh this is so good i want something more this kind of a thing does happen it's not like um you know you become like this perfect thing but i'm so much more aware of these things and i'm able to deal with them in such a powerful way like i'm very surprised with the amount of the like in my volunteering the kind of things that i'm handling the way that i'm handling them the amount of different projects that i'm involved in and how i'm handling them it's incredible it's definitely not easy but um yeah <laughs> it's incredible. So, so if you like this podcast donate a treat to my kaveri college camping link, link yeah, doing- <laughs> yeah. Almost yeah i know like- I know so I know a few people that are actually um, part of this Kaveri calling uh venture. No, oh, okay. venture. Uh what would I call it? Venture um charity. It's uh it is the survival of our species. That's what I yeah. call it. <laughs> yeah, it really is. It's a model for tree-based agriculture that can be applied across a tropical belt across the tropical belt around the world climate change everything everything we can just we just need to get this through the kaveri calling when sadguru keeps on talking about this, even in his life how important this is yeah yeah so everybody check out kaveri calling yeah awesome awesome ana so anything else that you would like to add before the end of the podcast do you know i was there anything else that we should cover um i think someone had asked me hang on let me go no what I, I want when are you bringing steven and steven steven i talked to steven um i think we'll do it later on i i'm still on the cast i need to go back because somebody she sent me a message asked me to talk about something okay. and i would just quickly like to see that steven said uh, we'll talk to him maybe like the ninth episode or something and he had a bunch of ideas okay. on um you know what can we what when he comes on what we can talk about okay. so we'll definitely um do that and i think if we get to like episode 9 or something that's when he wanted to come I was like oh, okay nice. <laughs> i don't know he said that but i think right now is month 3 so let's say month 7 or 6 or something i think he doesn't trust us to continue this let's <laughs> let's beat him to it we'll we'll, re- we'll reach episode 12 and call him sorry <laughs> yeah i think later on at that time like we'll come in and then uh, we'll, we'll talk to him and uh he had certain topics that might be very interesting to people but we'll we'll get to those topics later on because right now we're just uh delving into it so this question that somebody had asked me was basically if i can talk about my sadhana or my practices and how they've been helping you helping me <laughs> um uh let's see practices yeah. okay I mean, I already, do you want me to continue recording this or i'm no, i think no we'll just we'll, yeah let's continue this thing it'll be short i think 
because I had already talked about this thing. The one thing is the distance from the mind and the body where we deal with situations better. It's kind of an activity that's Can you hold the mobile closer? Yeah, this is the most important thing. Uh, other than that, um, let's say on a particular day I miss a practice or something, I can really feel the difference. One, so every single practice, I can tell you, okay, uh, so with yogasana, it's a certain kind of ease comes into the way that I carry my body. And, and your voice is your voice is a little breaking. Can you hold it close? Something because of air, I think wind, wind is coming. Yeah. Is it better now? Yeah. I just want to know so I can know where I should hold the mic. It's better now. It's good now. It's better now. Yeah. Okay, I hold the phone like this. It's funny if you see how I'm holding it, but I can just go like practice by practice. For me, the Surya career practice is like giving me a, a certain kind of like energy and a kind of a balance and. Something in my body where it feels like everything's more straight and clear. Yeah. And then with yogasanas, I feel like a certain, well, I also feel like an ease with uh, Surya Kriya, but with yogasanas, a certain kind of ease sets into my body where I'm able to just like sit. And the way I walk is really, I would say, transformed. And not, see, I think earlier I might have mentioned this, where every step I take, I'm doing it with much more awareness. But now it's not just taking every step with my legs but every movement every step meaning every movement with my body every time i engage with my mind to do something i'm doing it in a far gentler and much more conscious way so i think the practices overall have come together to do this and then uh, my kriyas i'm not able to do anga mardana um the surya shakti gave me energy and like makes my body feel really strong but i haven't done it for a long time i'm focusing more on these uh, these other hatha yoga practices and um uh, with my kriyas, I do the Shakti Chalana Kriya and the Shambhavi Mahamudra Kriya. They have their own benefits. I feel a lot of energy and focus with the Shakti Chalana Kriya, with the Shambhavi Mahamudra Kriya. I feel just like, I don't know how to say it, but a kind of, um, I don't know if I can say this word without sounding strange, but it makes me feel like some sort of a flowering. <laughs> but like, this is, this is the, I'm just describing the experience, right? Anyways, everybody's experience will be different. But for me, those experiences have come together to create this kind of an equanimity so that I can handle situations better. I've given, you know, a few examples in, in this podcast. I can give more. Um, and then, oh, hang on. Did you lose my video? I got ah, some weird. No, 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 no. You're there. I can hear you. Okay, perfect. So that's like one thing. So, and uh, the equanimity. The other thing is how I'm like feeling so like see i mentioned highs and lows even amidst all that you'll still see me like smiling and like with like a big beaming smile because i'm okay with whatever it is i'm like ready to go i'm ready for life man like it, it might seem like oh okay good for you but it's not actually like that it's actually something deeper where uh you know you're using a certain kinds of tools to keep your to bring yourself to the peak that no matter what ups and downs are happening within you and outside of you and your surroundings, you are still able to remain at your peak and carry yourself a certain way so that you can become the, a solution to whatever problems are happening around you so that you don't take, you know, you don't have any problems and you impress them out into the world or whatever. So this is actually the most important thing. And that's one thing. It's another thing that the practices have been helping with. So then I mentioned like energy, like more energy and stuff. I don't think as a human being, anything else that we would want, 
because if you have this kind of a thing, then you can create whatever you want for yourself and for the people around you. Because it's not like mm, you make a wish and something happens. It's not like that at all. You, you look at what's needed, you do it, you have the necessary capability and competency to make things happen, but you need to have that within yourself first. So I think the practices, the sadhana has been very impactful in that particular way. Uh, and, and sadhana pada, for me, for me, sadhana pada means 24-7 sadhana, which means 24-7. I'm using whatever's happening in the moment as a tool for growth. This sounds very intense, and it doesn't mean every moment I'm actually able to do it. Um, but as many situations as I'm in, as many moments as I'm aware, like trying to do this thing, uh, Okay, and my, and my intention's right. Is my priority set? Yes. Just like this. And it comes out, it shows in my work as well. So, yeah. Awesome, Anna. Okay. Thank you so much. Today, I'll Thank be you. going for a Sanidhi Puja nearby. Finally, after seven months of lockdown. Take care. Okay, Anna. Take care. Thank you for coming. Okay. Bye. Bye.